Before we jump into this episode, let's hear from our friend Nolan and every podcast I love is dead. Do you love music? Music news and guest interviews with artists from all around the world across many different genres? My name's Nolan and I love music. In fact, I love music so much I created a podcast entirely dedicated to it called Every Podcast I Love is Dead. Every week is a brand new episode where I interview musicians, artists, podcasters, radio hosts, and so much more. New episodes are available every Thursday on all your favorite podcast streaming platforms, and you can check us out on social media and at everypodcastiloveisdead.com. Hope you can join me. Matthew Thomas. This is super cool radio. I have a great guest with me at this time. Very recently, they released a killer new single entitled Sham. Please welcome Lauren of Drama Scream. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging out with me here on super cool radio. Yes. And I know we have much to discuss before we jump into everything. A fun question to kick us off. Uh, What music have you been listening to this week? The Perfect Circle. Nice. Yeah. I was not expecting that, actually. But, yeah, they're they're an awesome band. Yeah, I've been listening to their uh, 13-step album all week. Very nice. That that is a really good one. Is that their first one, or I think that's their second? That's their second. Okay. Very good. Yeah, no, they're they're very cool. I mean, Maynard is Maynard, so he's awesome. So I totally understand. <laughs> yeah, I just had to like not listen to new music for a while. No, I, I totally get you. I've been uh, listening to Motorhead and Alice Cooper, so I, I feel you on that. Yeah. So for you, before Drama Scream, uh, how did you get started as a musician? Um, I... So I like sang in like choir and stuff in school, but I never liked the music. Um, but I needed like the art credit or the music credit or whatever the hell they call it to graduate because in New York you have to have all these like credits. Um, so I started doing that, and then I started listening to like metal, and I started writing lyrics in my room, and I would like record myself and play it back. And that's when I started really getting into it. Um, and then in college, I tried to find bands. Um, I dated a, a drummer, and that kind of sparked my interest because he was in like a metal band. So I was like, oh, this is really cool, but I didn't think I could do it because there wasn't that many like females doing it. And every time I would bring it up, it was like, oh, you should just do acoustic or you should do this. So it kind of just slowly happened. Um, like I started playing acoustic, so I started playing acoustically with friends and singing, and then I started auditioning for bands, and they kept just being like, "Oh, well, we want a guy," and we, and I'm like, "Okay, all right, cool." Or they're like, "We're afraid you're too timid," or "We're afraid you're gonna be." So I never really got like an opportunity. It was just like send files through GarageBand or whatever, and I just didn't find anybody until one day I auditioned for a cover band and 
they were like, oh, you're awesome. And I said, oh, cool, thanks. So I joined them and Steve was the guitar player, who's my guitar player now. And we started writing originals and that's how it kind of all came around. And then once I started playing out in our scene and doing covers, then all of a sudden I was doing like different covers. I didn't want to do like the basic ones. So I started doing like metal covers, whatever. And people were like, oh, you should be in this band. Oh, you should. And then people came out of the woodwork after like I was, they saw I could scream and stuff. Cause I mean, I didn't really feel like I, I would, I don't know. I, I don't know. So that, then that happened and on and off through cover bands. And I tried like an original project in college and it kind of just didn't pan out cause everyone was older and they had like lives. So it didn't work, but then drama scream kind of took a few years for it to happen, but it happened. No, for sure, right? And uh, for you, because obviously, you know, listening to Drama Scream, you got, like, intense, you know, you can scream, you can have the great vocals. Uh, how was it, like, uh, uh, refining your vocals? Um, <laughs> it was a process, and it's still a process. So I, you know, like, my first influences were, like, Flyleaf, Linkin Park, um, Hailstorm a little bit later and then kill switch engage like i loved i when i first heard of kill switch engage um the first song was end of heartache that i heard obviously and howard jones was like the oh my god with screams and same with lincoln park chester's screams and that's kind of how like i i started to try to relate but i didn't realize screaming wasn't supposed to take as much effort so when i first started screaming it sounded probably cool but i like couldn't talk after i'm like oh that's how it's supposed to be so i did that and like i started like kind of messing with my singing voice and then i started taking vocal lessons and i learned okay well i need to warm up and cool down and blah 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 so it's been various like this past year i just had to like rewire my voice because i had covid and i'm like been going to like speech therapy because i got this weird issue where i don't even know how to breathe properly anymore apparently they told me and i was like oh like i thought i knew how to breathe i'm alive but so it's been an up and down thing with my voice um but i'm i'm big into vocal health so like i don't drink before i sing or whatever i'm um i still take voice lessons i haven't stopped because i still have things that i need to work on i'm never happy with it so that's kind of like my vocal i'm still on the vocal journey i guess I, I got you for sure. I, uh, you know, even for me, like I'm, I'm a podcaster. I'm not a vocalist or, you know, a musician of, of that sort. And, uh, for me, I, I was struggling, uh, a lot lately with my voice that I wasn't, uh, I was doing a lot of interviews and, uh, voiceovers and stuff. And I was really struggling to, you know, with my voice. So I was, um, looking for like, you know, how to train my voice, how to right. you know, uh, protect my voice and all that stuff. So I, I'm kind of, I'm not a vocalist, but yet I still do similar stuff before I even do stuff. Yeah, it's just, it is the same. It's speaking and singing, they're not that far off. So, like, the stuff I do for speech therapy and the stuff I do for singing are pretty similar, except for speech therapy, she doesn't make me do scales. So. Yeah, gotcha. And then I, I, I was at a, a party, and we were playing rock band, and um, I decided to do, like, anthrax, and my brother's like, you could yeah, totally sing some anthrax, and I was like, oh, sure, I could totally do this, and then I almost blew my voice out, and I'm like, yeah. I, I should actually uh, practice or warm up or not do this. Right, that's the biggest thing. Um, people don't, people don't understand, like, well, people who don't scream don't understand, they think, like, oh, you're just making noise, and that's all it is. 
don't scream or sing like heavy stuff, they're like, oh, you're just ruining your voice. And this is not blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I've been doing it for years. I'm not ruining my voice. It's just a, it's like a balancing act. Like if you don't have enough air pressure, then it sounds like a dying cat. But if you have too much air pressure, you can blow your voice. So there's just like this thing that you do when you make, make the sounds. And some screams are easier. Some screams are harder. But like, yeah, when you do heavy vocals, people don't realize they're actually not heavy. It's my, I, I use more air to sing than I do to scream. Yeah, no, it's definitely, there's actually a lot to it more than just making yeah. noise. And I don't think people practice. actually understand that. Um, and I never really did till I started doing like podcasting. I know, man, it's not just talking you know, or, or screaming. There's actually stuff to do like, you know, internally for yourself. It's like trying to run. Not, I mean, it's like running a marathon. You got to train. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And uh, for you, for Drama Scream, so I know you touched on it a little bit, but like, how did how did it uh, come together officially and like how did you come up with the name? So officially came together, Steve and I were like, yeah, we're going to start this. And we started auditioning people and we had a revolving door um, of musicians that wanted to be in it. But then once they realized what the original scene was about, they were like, wait, in my cover band, I make all this money. And I was like, ah welcome to original music like that's not how it works so that was a thing um and luckily we found you know justin and greg and they're in it and they're great and we love them so that's kind of how like we knew greg from another band and i had somebody be like hey ask him if he'd be interested and he came in and loved everything we did we loved his his vibe so it just kind of worked and then justin we found because i had a friend recommend him and so we were having auditions and we had all these people that wanted to audition. And Justin was our first audition. He came in, he knew more music than we expected him to. He was so good. We were just like, yeah, you want to play this weekend? We were like, we got a show. You want to, so it, just, it was, and we, we just, we weren't going to like bust, like, you know, beat around the bush. We were just like, yeah, yeah, you're in. It was, it was just like that. And we all clicked and got along. So same sense of humor. Um, so that's how we came together. The band name was Steve and I. Um, we were like arguing back and forth because we were trying to find names. We even did that stupid band name generator because every name was taken. Like cat farts was taken. Like I swear to God, everything was taken. And I was like, I want something cool. And then some of the stuff we thought of was really cool, but it was like death metal. Like no one's, I'm not, no. So then he's like, oh, what if we did something with your name? And I'm like, no, I don't want to do anything with my actual name. And first of all, no one can pronounce my real last name. So I don't even, no one would know. That's stupid. And then my first name, Lauren, like that's not intimidating. So we can do anything with that. And then he said something about, oh, well, you're wicked dramatic. Like you're a drama queen. And I'm like, I feel like that's a band name. But what if we did something like drama something? And I don't know if he said scream or I said scream. And we kind of thought about it and we wrote it out. And then we kept writing it out and thinking like, okay, well, drama scream. So like I'm... I'm super animated and the dramatic and that's where I was like, okay, yes. And screams cause I do screams, but also we were like, okay, so this would be good because we actually can't stand drama. And like the whole idea of like drama scream, like, oh my God, I can't stand it. So that was also a thing and it kind of just stuck. And I mean, I was good with it. And Steve was like, no, no, no. But now that it's our band name and people know us by it, he's accepted it into his heart. Yeah, that's how it happened. <laughs> I'm I'm glad he's finally accepted it. He's accepted it. <laughs> I, I really dig it. You know, it's it's different. Plus, I know you guys stylize it a little bit different too. So I think it's really cool. Thank you. 
But very recently for you guys, uh, you released a brand new single that is Sham that I very much enjoy. I've had that repeat uh, this whole week, actually. Uh, so how was it writing and recording a new single? Um, so we went into it like, we're going to write different. We wanted to write just different. Like every CD we try to make different and obviously better, but, um, and I'm like, we, we wanted to kind of do like a little of an old school, like heavier chunky vibe for on their side. And I wanted to just like dive into different things, but still kind of keep my signature stuff. Um, and honestly, before I wrote, before I went into the studio, this was the song, like, of all the songs that they gave me, this was the one song that I was like, okay, I can write to this. Because every other song they gave me, I was like, fuck you. I don't even know what the... F I, I don't even... I can't... It was, like, rhythmically, was a bit... I was, oh, my God. They, we were fighting. The band was... I, I was fighting with them. I'm like, guys, what the fuck? Was so, so there was that uh, component. So this was the one song that I was like, oh, yeah, this is cool. But the thing about me is when I go into the studio, I don't actually have anything prepared i do better on the fly so i had an idea but i i didn't have anything concrete because if i have an idea what i'll do is i will talk myself out of that idea like i will be like oh i'm gonna put this out oh wait i can change this but i can make this better so i've learned that because i'm such a perfectionist it's not always good so for me like i know some people they take time writing out lyrics and i'm like oh my god god bless you because no. I go in, I spit out whatever melody, and I spit out some lyrics, and I think about what the song makes me think about. I write the song literally as I'm recording it. I sit on the demo for a day or two, and then I go back. With this song, it was kind of unique because I put it down, and the next day I had to go back knowing I could only put this single down because I had to go on vocal rest for a month because I was just after, I just after I had COVID I had laryngitis for a month tried to sing through laryngitis and I had what was called like prenodular thickening so I don't have nodes I'm good now but I was on my way to having them so I'm like fuck I gotta put this one down I gotta nail it and I gotta really like it so I went in and I listened to it and I'm like this really makes me think of like like a fuck you song like a like a really in a weird way to just be like all these people that are in power. I mean, originally the song was going to have a different name. Um, what inspired me to write the song was, this is going to sound really dark and twisted, was sex trafficking. Um, there's been a lot of rumors about people where we are, where other things are, that all these people in these positions of power are doing these awful things, right? And I'm like, holy shit, like... And maybe it is true, maybe it's not, but there are people that do that, right? So there's all these people in power and they're always taking their power and they're always using it and they're not using it for good. And, and all you see in the light, right? All you see is, oh, look at what this person bought and look, they're a philanthropist. But really what they are is a piece of shit. And I'm not saying everyone's like that and all, you know, it's not like, but there's just so much of it and so much of the hypocrisy that I was like, fuck it all bets are off. This is what we're going to write about. Cause, and then you see people like, Oh, she's so pretty, blah, 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 blah. And it's like all filtered trying to make people feel shit. And I'm so sick of the, like, I'm just so sick of it. It's just, it's everywhere. It's everything. COVID was so depressing because all you did was watch these people's like lives. And it's like, Oh, it's so perfect. It's so great. But really, you know, what happens when no one's looking and we all have our skeletons. So it was kind of, that was the premise of the song. Um, so I went in and I did it and I 
it kind of just clicked once I got in there. So that was how Sham came about. The music was written first. They usually write the music first. And then I go in and I throw stuff down. Um, one song that we did, I com- completely changed. And I was like, oh, we don't need this. <laughs> we haven't released that one yet, but it'll be a good one once we do. But that's how Sham kind of came about. It was originally going to be called, um, it was in Latin. It's called a uvulum. It means throat, but literally like cutthroat, like a slaughter. And I wanted to name it that because I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, and I'm like, I'm into Tool and I'm into like weird names. And then the whole band's like, is that say Lululemon? I'm like, what? I was like, no, it does not say that. So the name was the hardest part. That's no. <laughs> yeah, Lululemon. So like everyone, and actually the original name. So Steve names the songs and it was actually originally called Turd. Um, we have a song called F Shack. Um, yeah, so all the original names of songs because he does that, we don't have them. So I was like, like, we could just leave it turd. I'm like, yeah, let's let's name it turd. Let's do that. So it's actually called turd. So there's that. All right. I, I, I definitely I like the um, you know, the inspiration for Sham as well because I, I was I had a similar conversation, like I think it was like last week or something, like with like social media and how it's not very much like a you know, there are there is real stuff on social media, but right. A lot of it is not uh, really how it's perceived or really how it looks. So I was having a conversation with one of my friends about that because I was getting frustrated, you know, just looking like what I do compared to like other people do. And it's like, man, I'm trying way too hard and not getting anywhere compared to other people uh, not trying this hard. You are not alone. We see this every day. I'm just like, fuck it, I'm done. And then I'm like, no, fuck that. I'm not done because they fucking did it. And But then you find out how much people spend and you're just like realize it's a money racket. And if you... Oh, yeah. If you have tons of money to invest, then you'll get ahead further. And that's the probably the most disheartening thing. Probably. No, it, it definitely is. It, 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 fortunately, it's not the, the quality of the content anymore. It's how much money you have to spend. And unfortunately, and yeah, I'm, I don't want to assume maybe you're in the same boat. I don't have that much money to spend no, on social media. No, I'm like, um, I'm, try- like, I'm trying to put out quality stuff. So we spend the money on that. And then they're like, here, you can get... If you spend like thousand dollars, I'll put you on this sweet show with twenty. Li- I'm like, oh, thank you so much. The- oh, and it does not. So, like, we've sort of kind of figured out like who to push our stuff to because they've done right by us. So there's there's those things, and it's kind of trial and error. But we've been burned before. It's and it's a shitty thing to learn, but it sucks. Or you go to play a show and people call it a festival, and you walk. <laughs> It's not a festival. None of the speakers match. Um, we've had that happen. I got electrocuted by a microphone. Like, I had to hold it like this, and I went to sing, and it zapped me. Ooh. Yeah, I did a whole set like that. So that was, um, that was a really interesting festival. Yeah, it also doesn't sound like much of a festival either. It wasn't. Oh, it was not. It was probably one of the worst experiences of our lives. We all looked at each other like, what the fuck? So we check into things now before we do them. Because we're like, oh, fast, that's got to be legit. No, not always. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I totally feel that. Unfortunately, especially like in the entertainment industry, there's so much uh, you know, like scams or just things that are misrepresented and stuff. And uh, you know, I, I experienced that. Like, I. I don't know. As soon as I started my business uh, email account, I get a bunch of, uh, you know, I, I apparently have a bunch of relatives in countries that I've never been to. Right. That, right. 
Money. Anything you post new, they're like, oh, promote it on my blog. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Like, you, no. Or they like DM you, hey, um, I'm going to get you all these views. Okay, do it. I'm not paying you any money, so go ahead. Have fun. I don't know what to tell you. Exactly. And, you know, it's funny. I was hoping to set up an account for, um, you know, uh, for somebody else. And I like how Instagram says, yeah, we're fighting against bots, so you have to go through everything. And yet, Every time I post, I get all these bots to tell me to pay them money. It's yeah. like, I don't think you're doing very well. Yeah, it's always like, and so it's our big joke in the band. We're like, promo, like promot, P-R-O-M-O-T, because they always say it. So we just like say it back to the bot now. And we're like, okay, this is what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, I used to try to engage with them just to make fun of them. But honestly, I just got tired. There, There is millions out there and I'm... I'm wasting my time. I spend right. my energy elsewhere now. Yeah, We just like throw a heart or like a turd symbol. And- Whatever. I think I'm going to have to start doing that. I just delete them because I'm just, I, I just get so tired of it. And uh, so, but yeah, that, social media is a, always a great experience. It is the best and worst thing that ever happened to us. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. There, there, it can be when used like properly, it can, it can be a lot of good to it. It's but a lot of bands. I won't say that it won't. It has really helped bands that would have never gotten out there, but it's also shitty <laughs> yes it is uh unfortunately uh, but uh for you for you guys i'm I, mean, I could talk about this all day just because i've been very frustrated with, like, with it lately but i won't uh for you guys you also released a music video for sham uh it looked like a really great time so how was it filming it it was good it was really good um it was weird because we weren't sure how we were going to do things and we're just like well let's just see so like the parts where um i'm like laying down and there's money flying all around like it looks like it's so we had to take like cardboard boxes and create like a fortress around me and then get a leaf blower and blow the money and like try to and i'm like trying to make it look and it was so awkward because like you're trying to look up so i'm trying to have a double chin and i'm like and there was one shot where i was like i kind of look like i gotta poop we got to get rid of that shot. So um, that was funny. And then we got to just throw all the money. Obviously, throwing the money was fun. Like, one of us would play and we'd just be throwing all this money. Um, and then the end scene was the best because I got to, like, take the Hershey syrup or whatever. And I just got to, like, smear it all over the band. And then that was my – the end scene was my favorite when we all turned into, like, the other, you know, the dark side of whoever we were supposed to be. Um, and that was fun. We ended up, like – just like it was like stuck encrusted like i had a shower like it was everywhere on me that it could be so that was an experience I, i've talked to other bands who've used like you know like the fake blood and syrup and stuff they, they say it always feels weird so uh yeah especially when it's like i was like had it in my mouth and i'm like i'm trying to like make it and like you're trying to like shoot it out at the right time so then you have to redo it and you're like and it just tastes like shit. So. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> Sounds like it. It is. It is. It's not like the hardest music video we've ever done. There's a, our video, our old video, Masochist. I actually, our friend came home from the army and I got to beat the shit out of him. And it was fun. But also scary because I was like, I'd punch him and I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. So then we'd have to redo the take because I'd punch him and then apologize within the take. So... This was still pretty, you know, 
You got you to wait a few uh, moments and apologize outside of the take. Yes, yes. I was like, so sorry. <laughs> uh, but, uh, like developing, because obviously there's, there's a few different scenes going on in Sham. So like, how did you guys like develop the idea for the music video? Um, it's going to become a track. Uh, we wanted like all these different things to happen. So I wanted to wear a white suit, couldn't find a white suit, whatever. We knew we wanted to be in suits. And I talked about it with our guys in other videos. Um, Eric and I'm like I want to reveal that we're you know like there's money and there's all these things going on around us and like we're business people but like who we really are or like evil people in the darkness of it and he's like okay we can try to do this and that and like at first we thought maybe I should wear like a beauty queen dress and you know have the guys be like oh blah blah and then I'm like no I don't want to be that like that's not me Right. And we went and realized, cause like, I'm not, I want to be like, oh, no, I'm going to be the bitch in the power tie. Like, let me do this. So we got that. And then we, I ordered a bunch of money. He ordered a bunch of fake money. And then we were like, well, once we start, we'll figure out where we want to go from there. Like we didn't have a clear shocking, like our music, we didn't have a clear plan. We just knew what we wanted. And I, so I bought all the stuff that I thought we would need. And then we kind of played it from there. Like the money, me laying down and throwing money came from, I was laying down and they were taking a picture. I'm like, oh, we should get some shots like that. And we're like, oh, okay, cool. Um, the green and red lights that we used, we knew we wanted to go with the green. We actually didn't know we were going to want to use the red, but we liked the contrast. Um, and the way he shot the video was different than any other video we've ever shot. So it was just like that really, um, I got inspired by, um, I'm so sick by Flyleaf, the way that video was done. Um, I really thought it was cool. And I said, you know, he's like, what do you want? I'm like, I, I don't know. These new videos, as everything just kind of looked the same to me. And I was like, I, I kind of like how that was shot, how it was kind of blurry, but then clear and then focused. So that was how we got the idea. If that answers the question, I don't know. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> but uh, it, it turned out really awesome, especially with the, the all the different scenes and the, and the story being told in the music video. I definitely... I really enjoyed it, and uh, it turned out really awesome. Thank you. We tried. Efforts always appreciated, especially when you're awesome with it. Uh, but I, I'm going to leave a link uh, in the description of this podcast for the music video. Make sure to check it out as well if you have not already. Uh, but as I'm wrapping up this interview, I got a question for you that I'm putting on the spot a little bit. Uh, what has been your favorite moment from Drama Scream so far? Shit. <laughs> oh, man. I want to... I... Okay, so I guess... You can pick a few if necessary. Okay, so when we played... Um, we played Metal in the Mountains last year because it was like it COVID had screwed us two years in a row so that was fun um we, but we got to play metal in the mountains and um we weren't sure if we were going to go on and we were going on at like an earlier time on sunday and we ended up like pulling a really good crowd and it was the coolest feeling to have people come up to us that like and it's happened before but when we were in west virginia so I'm like, there's gonna, there's no way. And we had like a bunch of people come up to us and tell us like, oh, we've been listening to you and we came here to see you. And then the same thing happened. So the day before we had played Indiana, we played this like, 
festival thing or not jesus christ not the day before i'm such a liar the month before (laughs) we played in indiana and um we had the same thing happen and we were just like slowly realizing we were like so this is why i love the internet right um that people like people came to see us and it was a very weird feeling because when you play in your hometown it's like oh my mom came and my dad came and like your friends come you know we, we do well in town but it's cool to have perfect strangers have that connection to you and like oh i love the way you say and this song helped me get through this and you're just like holy crap so that was a moment of i don't care what happens we're gonna keep going because if if we can do this for one person then fuck it like that's all that really matters so that was a really cool moment um we all had to go to the bathroom in the woods <laughs> that was that was a cool moment um god oh so our <laughs> it didn't have it happened the night before a show but it's like just a funny story so our drummer had <laughs> had his window down and an owl came in the car and hit him in the head and then it went after his friend so his friend like punched the owl and then like they just stopped the car whatever the owl got out so our drummer like calls us the next day and he's like dude i got hit by a fucking owl I'm like what do you mean you hit and he's like no i got hit by an owl. I think i have a concussion the owl hit him so hard that he was like concussed and we ended up playing like a show the next day with our drummer who was concussed by an owl and that is probably one of my favorite moments, even though I would, didn't get to see him get hit in the head. <laughs> like, what are the odds of of that happening? I, I would say low, but not zero, as it turns out. Oh, he had his window down, and that motherfucker just came right in and popped him. And the best part was he's like, no, my friend didn't do this, so he punched <laughs> Like, could you just imagine being in the, like, what and then I was like, was the owl okay? He's like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, why I worry because oh. and then I think we did something like I um oh and then one of the bands we were playing was like, hey, and our obviously Justin's our drummer, he's like, I'll get you. Like we just kept doing cheesy like owl jokes. And he's like, fuck you guys, fuck you guys. I'm like, oh, we love you though. So he's never gonna like he's never gonna live that one down. That's that's my favorite. Just the, the the mental image uh, right. of that for me. Those cute little owls with the little, you know, the big old eyes. Yeah, but I've heard they're actually pretty, like, uh, like vicious. Like when, especially if they're on the attack, I've heard they're pretty mean. When they go through your car window. Yeah, which which again, the odds of doing that are very low, but not zero. <laughs> yeah. He didn't hit it. Well, he's hit a deer before, but the owl whew, took him out. Well, like, seriously i'm like no dead serious he got a concussion fucking owl hit him right in the head and like you tried to say it seriously and you would just keep laughing like you're like i can't i can't do this yeah definitely no just it's a it's, funny, funny sentence of words so that's a good right that's a good one it's probably first time anyone's ever had that yeah that first yeah. ever owl related story on my podcast so yes we said so we were like oh you had to run by hooting he didn't like that but. <laughs> We we had like so many cheesy terrible jokes for like a year, at least, and we still like reference it every now and again. I think we got him an owl or something. Like we got him, we always do. Yeah, so that was fun. Nice. No, I would, 
Come on, that's like the unexpected moments in life where like, come on, that's... They're literally the best. They're the best. Yeah. Other fans, like, loving, I love rocking on stage and all that, but the, like, if I really think back, like, to what I will never, how will that ever happen again? <laughs> I don't think... I don't... If it does, I'm gonna be really... I'm gonna get a hold of you and be like, guess what gonna happen? <laughs> Another one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I've actually... I, I I live in Indiana, so like there's um, haven't seen really any owls. There was uh, a hawk that was in uh, actually in my backyard, and uh, there's a little bird like I'm in my in my in the grass in my backyard, and then you just see a hawk just attack it. You know, I was like, wow, I've never seen that. Like I live in a pretty, I just live in a normal neighborhood, residential neighborhood. We don't like have normal hawks. Indiana, not this barbaric. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I live in northern Indiana, so not as there's. The far, farther south you go, there's more hills and a lot more uh, wildlife, but not not so much northern Indiana. Have you played in Muncie, Indiana? Does that mean anything? Yes, I've been there. Okay, I don't know. You could you can tell me anything, and I'd be like, yeah, totally. I have no idea. I'm geographically the worst. The band's like, just show her where it is. She's not going to find it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not going to drive anything. Yeah, that's more uh, southern uh, Indiana, closer to Ohio. So, yeah, no, I, I've been there. My brother actually lived there for a little bit for job training. So, yeah, I've I visited there like once or twice. So, yeah. I, hey, there you go. All right. Perfect. <laughs> so, you got the Indiana connection in there. I see. I interviewed somebody who uh, he buys wax for his candles from Indiana. So, that was, that was my last podcast. And now you guys. So, look at that. And now you got owls. So. <laughs> Exactly. I, I'm. I'm gonna have to watch out for those when I leave my house too. Yeah. Well, if you leave your window down, you come right in. Get you. Knock, yeah. knock this. Ring your fucking bell, man. I don't know. And no. I, I, I've had a concussion too. They're not fun. No, I got one playing lacrosse. Um, How'd you get yours? Uh, let's see. So I used to be a mechanic, and. Um, I uh, I went to I was under a car which is like has the lift which is like the metal poles and uh, I went to turn my head and I happened right by the lift so as soon as I turned my head I smacked like the back of it okay, yeah uh, so that was fun um, and I got tinnitus because of it so that was even better really yeah. shit that's the worst nope and then uh, I think it was like two or three weeks. I think it was like two weeks later. I got another one because someone was improperly using a machine and like the arm fell on top of my head. And I was like, oh, that's nice. And I got, you know, I started feeling dizzy and I was like, oh, you're here right now. Like you're so. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a reason I don't work on cars anymore. <laughs> I would say not. Dear God. <laughs> so, enough, enough with my medical history of stuff. Um, I'm glad you're doing well. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I'm doing doing fine. And tonight is for the most part went away, so right. I, I'm doing a okay. Perfect. As for you, uh, so the plans uh, for Drama Scream for the rest of this year, what do you have in the works? Um, we're playing a festival in town. It's a real festival, so that's cool. Um, oh, in June, and then um, we had like. The we were supposed to play uh, at a bigger venue in Syracuse with the band September Morning, 
and their bus broke down. So then that got canceled and rescheduled and we weren't allowed to book anything for a month because we were playing there. So <laughs> that was a fun thing. Um, and so that got rescheduled. And then the festival, we were the other festival we were supposed to play Men on the Mountains, um, which I totally get. They are not having it this year because um, they're not sure about what's going on with Ginger and that was our headliner. Yeah. So, <laughs> Yeah. We got like a couple other like little things. Um, we're we're in the process right now though of putting together like a small tour, I think, and um, working on some stuff. Maybe maybe going to Ohio again. Um, and a little bit of travel though. We have a lot more music to do. Um, we're gonna be in the studio a lot, and we have more music videos to come out though. Like we did a, a Lincoln Park cover of "Given Up," and we want to do like a. We wanted to do a video in a hockey rink and beat the shit out of each other, but the hockey rink is already closed where we are. So we're going to beat the shit out of each other somewhere else, but we're going to release that. And then we remastered, we reimagined, we redid one of our other songs and we have like four or five more singles off this next album. So we have a lot of stuff to do. I'm I'm glad you guys are staying busy. Hopefully, uh, you know, you get some more shows coming up as well. Uh, And I think you just find like an empty parking lot to, to beat people up in, you know, I know, but I wanted something fun, like maybe like roller derby or oh. I don't know, something cool. I wanted the ice skating because I really wanted to play on the ice. I really, it was more of an ego wow. thing. Like I just want to play in the ice, but <laughs> I gotcha. It didn't work out. Well, we'll figure it out. All right, sounds good. Uh, yeah, I've actually been to roller derby too. It gets intense sometimes. I've never been. Never been. Oh. Yeah, we, we have a local team in in South Bend, so I know that there's something around here. But Hailstorm did a video in one, so I'm like, oh, uh, that's yeah. So it's like, oh, I wanted to do. So now if someone steals my video, I this is on record. I wanted to do it on the ice rink. That's that's good to know, and please don't sue me. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. It's fine. We're all. Broke. It doesn't really matter. All I have is like a hundred super cool radio keychains, so that's all you get. Hey, I got a lot of keys. Not really. I'm no. drunk. <laughs> Actually, everything's pretty much keyless. <laughs> well, if, if you get 100 keys, let me know. I will. You're going to be the first person. I'm like, I need a fucking keychain. Guess what? <laughs> Guess who I'm calling? You. I want the damn keychain. Well, all right. Well, you, uh, you know how to contact me. I'm pretty easy to get a hold of. Anyway, <laughs> as for you, uh, be, before I... Uh, uh, before I sign off, uh, if people are interested, where can they uh, check out Drama Scream online? All over. No. Um, so YouTube. Just type in Drama Scream. We're on YouTube. Um, we have Bandcamp, Instagram, Facebook. We suck at Twitter. Um, <laughs> no, we really suck at Twitter. Um, TikTok we're starting to do. Um, and we're on, did I say spot up? Fine. I don't know. You didn't, but now you did. Hey, look at that. Um, and then iTunes, you know, all the major streaming platforms. I don't know. Maybe we're on like Pandora or something too. I don't really know. I don't use it. But you can find us there or you can track us down and be really creepy. First option, preferably. Preferably, yeah. Because I got dogs and stuff, so I don't want anybody getting hurt. But yeah, just come find us. And we're on, like I said, we're on the TikTok. TikTok's another hard one for me because... I love TikTok, like love watching the videos, but I am such a like, oh, let's do it live. So like I have to record myself pretending like I'm live, but it's clearly scripted. 
So I'm like, oh, you'll never guess what? And I'm like, I feel like an idiot. So <laughs> I can't, I'm so bad at this. So. Oh, I didn't know that was going to, like you knew, you, you hit record, like you knew. <laughs> That's what I hate about it. Like, you'll never guess what my song, I was sitting here at my computer and I was like, oh my God, I have an idea. Like I can't record, I don't know how people do it. I can't take myself seriously. Like I'm like, no. So I'll be better at it. If, if you follow us on TikTok, I'll get better at it. Probably. So you'll get better with every follower on TikTok. Yes, I will. I will. And I will personally send you a heart emoji slash turd emoji. Yeah, that to look forward to then. See? See? <laughs> Thank you so much, uh, Lauren, for hanging out with me here at Super Cool Radio. I had a wonderful time chatting with you about all things Drama Scream and everything else that we discussed. Thank you for having us. Maybe we'll do it again sometime. Yeah, of course. You guys always love We had a great time. Yes, and watch those owls. Yeah, yes, that, yes, watch out for owls and, you know, concussions and all that stuff. Yes. Glad that you're doing well. <laughs> hey, I'm doing all right. <laughs> for Lord of Drama Scream, I'm your host as always, Matthew Thomas. Thank you so much for watching and listening to Super Cool Radio. And remember, stay frosty. <laughs>